I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add of course some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and of course a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara and it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free and it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards, so no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive, hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E. T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. This episode, this little mini-sode is going to be a bit deep, a bit heavy maybe because, well, I'm going to be rambling, but this is just something that's weighing on my heart and in this moment I feel like sharing it and I said I would have an episode for the day of the full moon, which of course by the time this comes out has already happened and I'm feeling already a variety of heavy feelings. I'm assuming that it will trickle after the full moon and for those of you who just experience the full moon. Maybe you were even up to see the full moon in the wee hours of the morning. You may be experiencing some heaviness as well. Or maybe the intensity is light and happy and maybe you want to continue on that wave of lightness and so you don't really want to listen to this heaviness and that's okay. We have mostly light, happy, lovely, optimistic episodes (laughs) for you to listen to. Yesterday's episode with Shannon Kaiser is 
phenomenal. So if you haven't listened to that yet, then please do. You know, sometimes it's okay to share our shadows and the heaviness that we might be feeling. As you know, the sun is in Scorpio and there's a full blood moon and a total lunar eclipse in Taurus, which by now has moved into and even past Earth's shadow. So therefore, it may be showing us our own and you know, we've been in the thick of it this eclipse. So we'll also likely be feeling a bit of this energy for the next six months, which is wild, but some of the events may be even more intense right now or may tend to even manifest more strongly during this time. And yeah, for me, I I just, I wanted to shut off the world to see how I felt during this phase. And for me, I feel like this intense ego death is only manifesting a new beginning. So even though it's really hard right now, I can just feel, I I have chills right now. I can just feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm on the precipice of a new beginning, a new light that I just have to work through these flashes that are coming in order to welcome and open up a new chapter, a new beginning. And perhaps some of you might be feeling the same or experiencing the same during this very intense time. And I'm not even a Scorpio or a Taurus. I think I have one planet in Taurus and one planet in Scorpio, but they're not dominant in my field yet. I'm really feeling the energy at this time. And yeah, so I'm feeling compelled as well to encourage everyone, including myself for the next year to journal all your feelings in great detail during the full moon, even your dreams, your visions, and see if there's any sort of patterns or revelations or healings or even shadows that may be nice for your human to be aware of and see a pattern. And it will teach you a lot about yourself. And yeah, you can have your own little astrological experiment (laughs) and witness your own journey so yeah you can start small with just the full moon and the new moon and then maybe even work into the waning and waxing moon perhaps the year after or later that year 2023 you can see how your human just naturally processes and senses things during certain seasons and experiences things and feels things during the full moon every month and even though you'll see a pattern perhaps you'll also see an evolution and even a metamorphosis which is powerful even if you're going through a heavy time there is likely still a metamorphosis there right now i feel like i've been in this cocoon and it's time to let the butterfly fly (laughs) and i do see a pattern with this full moon and the others but of course a different evolution a different flow so just something i recommend it's pretty fascinating to witness and anyway lately i've been having these flashes of two separate very traumatizing events to say the least i'll have chills anyway i feel my body you know just has been holding on to these events and i had stored them away for a while you know i'm not going to talk about them in detail at all quite yet maybe in the future i'll reveal it but it's heavy and I believe it's why I'm honestly preferring and have been choosing to stay single for a while. And there's a lot, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. I see a pattern with these specific relationships that I've attracted in my life more recently as well. And though they're not horrific, like what happened in my teenhood, I just notice it's very telling to me. I'm I'm really seeing something that 
my human never didn't want to see, though always knew deep down. And I think that a lot of us go through that where it's like there's something we've known deep down, but we just don't want to really see it or admit it, believe it, or believe it's a pattern that we've attracted, that we can just move on from it. But oftentimes we have to witness whatever this pattern is that we've attracted or you know sometimes we don't want to believe that we've attracted this into our life and that we're innocent in it which might be true but there's still a pattern there and it's time to break that cycle and yeah so I've, I've been having these wild flashes to finally release and the only people I've confided in about them are my parents and I mean, bless them because that was not easy for them to hear. But it's been nice to finally express this or share this with other humans, you know? Whoever you trust most in this world, if there's anybody you can share, whatever comes, whatever unravels for you, please do. Because I think if I kept it to myself, it would be hard to release. And they would just continue to be wrapped up, packed away in my body, collecting dust, yet still taking up space, unnecessary space. And so, yeah, it's time to dust it off, you know? And so, yeah, I think it's only human nature to lock up our traumatic events. And perhaps when your human is ready, even if it takes years of soul seeking they'll finally come forward for you to process and it's wild that these came up now not even in the midst of breath work or meditation or something or other healing modalities for example they just appeared they just appeared i don't know what triggered it i'm i i don't know and if this happens to you then you can move through it and it may be scary to face or to remember very scary but you may experience some healing you may experience some relief when you allow yourself to see it even allow yourself to feel like I was feeling honestly I was feeling deep disdain in a sense or just devastated and blamed someone a few people two people in particular and as it was two separate instances but then I also felt grief for the person I was before these events happened and feel like oh my gosh these two people messed up my life which I realize it's okay for me to feel what I was feeling in that moment. It's okay to blame for a bit, but it's not going to change a thing. And it will only make me feel more sick about it and frustrated. And perhaps, you know, instead of moving forward, I would just stay stagnant or even move backwards a bit. So I'm currently in the process of simply just letting go, not really blaming anybody, but also Knowing that it wasn't my fault, I think, is a huge thing. In order for us to accept it, we have to recognize it wasn't our fault, you know? And you can say that if you if it's hard for you to forgive whoever was involved, at least forgive yourself. You know, I, 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 I can hug that girl, you know, my inner adolescent who woke up one day after her second horrific event and just hug her and tell her that she'll be okay and remember how strong that I've been and that I'm okay today and to talk about it and release it in journaling and in meditation and in exercise and in therapy. And actually, I think that those events were attracted by another event that happened when I was a baby that I had no control over. And I know was definitely not my fault. I definitely did not attract it because I was a baby, but perhaps that energy lingered. And so I'm in the 
process of processing. And it's actually been so interesting that it comes up during this season of reality. If you have flashes of something traumatic that was once locked up, it's only because it's time. It is time for your human to finally let it go. And who knows what will manifest once you do. And there was a death of a child star who I loved very much, Aaron Carter. I was a big fan when I was younger and You know, I don't really bring up celebrity deaths so much, but this one really hit me hard. Perhaps it's because it reminds me of sadness of losing a close friend in a similar way or some family members who died of similar things that I knew Aaron was struggling with, like addiction and mental health. Or it could also be because my current heaviness just amplified it. I don't know why this one hit me so hard or it's because maybe... When you care about someone at a young age, they just, it always sticks with you, you know? But I went down an Aaron Carter wormhole watching his recent lives and watching the Backstreet Boys UK performance to see how Nick was. And I'm just thinking society really failed this poor, beautiful light. Of course, people have to be willing to receive help. And I don't know the details. No one knows the details, but... Why do people look down on those struggling? I don't understand. The media kind of spit him out, spit on Aaron for the fact that he had addiction issues, painting him to be a disgrace in society. Everybody is now remembering him by is who he was at his core. It's wild that people only remember that when someone dies, which is which is sad, right? People only remember the core of them, the light of them. It's like suddenly now perhaps their spirit is the one that is in our consciousness because that's how he is now you can feel his spirit you can feel his light you can feel the core of him versus when he was alive his human and darkness and demons that were consuming him were taken over so you'd forget so then he dies and suddenly you just remember who he was at the core of him his light but only once he dies and that frustrates me And so I was thinking about it. I'm like, this happens every single time someone dies, even those who I know who had been struggling because your conscious is only thinking about who they are now as a person and you see their lost soul versus the core of them, the light of them. And everybody deserves to always be seen for who they are at their core, not when they die. And perhaps that would save them. And it makes me so sad he was bullied. It makes me so sad people would say horrible things to him because you could tell he was somebody that only wanted love, like all of us. When someone's an addict, that's something that they can't help. So why do we shame it? You know? I don't know. But I was deeply affected by this. I came out in 2020 about my mental health struggles that I was going through at that moment. And I remember, I don't think just some listeners didn't want to hear it, you know, and I I understand they listen to people listen to the show for to feel uplifted to feel light. I do want the show to be about light, but bringing light to all human experiences. I have my mental health struggles, like most people do, especially those who have been through trauma, or perhaps even it's hereditary. Like in my case, definitely both 
it's nothing to be ashamed of. And I wish that this is something that Aaron had. Maybe he did, but maybe for some people, it's just harder to be willing to practice some sort of spiritual tools or healing tools or therapeutic tools to help heal the human, right? But for me, for sure, spiritual tools really, really helped my human who was struggling. And then when I struggle, I turn to those tools and they really help. And I also don't feel shame when I'm in my dark periods. Like right now, I'm having heaviness and I'm experiencing it. It can really suck, but at the same time, I know it's so healing for me and so necessary. So if you're going through a heavy season, of course, please seek help. But also notice some people might leave. They, they themselves just can't handle it, which is fine. You're simply just weeding out the weeds to keep and blossom the flowers in your life. This is also your sign not to give up. Remember who you are at your core. Remember your light is there. And perhaps some of you know someone who's struggling. I implore you to not give up on them. It's not your responsibility, I know. And if you feel safe enough to do so, then perhaps consider helping them remember their light, helping them remember their core and treat them as who they truly are, who their spirit is. As if they died, you would feel that spirit, you'd remember who they are at their core. But instead of that happening, treat them how they are at their core today. Someone feels seen, someone can perhaps even remember their light because you treated them for who they are, for their spirit. You treated them with love, with true love, what their spirit deserves. And if you're the one struggling, just know that those who love you, they do know who you are at your core and they do know your light. And you are meant to be here because you are here and you're loved. Perhaps even close your eyes after this episode and take some time with your breath and maybe even rehearse these mantras. This first set of mantras I'm going to share something that I love to recite to myself. But then I also, sometimes when I don't feel connected to that, I'm going to share a second set that maybe you'll feel more in alignment with depending on where you are today. And no matter where you are, that's more than okay. So for the first set, I close my eyes and I place my thumb on my index finger for the first one, my middle finger for the second one, my ring finger for the third one, and my pinky finger for the last one. And I say, I am light. I am love. I am happy. I am free. I am light touching the tip of my thumb with the tip of my index finger. I am love, my thumb touching my middle finger. I am happy, my thumb touching my ring finger. And I am free, my thumb touching my pinky finger. Or maybe you'd rather say touching your fingertips as well for your mudra. May I see my light, may I feel my love, may I be happy and free. And and free, I usually touch my pinky. May I see my light, May I feel my love. May I be happy and free. Anyway, I hope those mantras help. I hope you send love to those you know need it. And you are light. You are love. You are spirit and free. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Gemma. 
Yomis, it is time for the outro. Thank you so much for tuning into the Your Own Magic Podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already to be notified when a new episode is alive. And if you have a spare moment and you feel the nudge to, it would mean the world if you left a five-star rating and review. And I'm looking forward to reading whatever your heart has to say. And feel free to say hi as well and connect with the community by visiting the Your Own Magic Facebook group linked in the show notes. And if you have any future topic ideas or a question that comes to heart you'd like me to cover, then I'd love, love, love to hear from you in our topic box on the Your Own Magic website at yourownmagicpodcast.com. And there you'll also find a membership portal leading to guided meditations by me and some journaling prompts some spiritual or creative tools, and more. And of course, feel free to stop by the new online shop for artisan jewels, trinkets, and more at eyesofaspen.com. And with that said, have a magical rest of your day. Send in my love. Jai say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.